Welcome to Style Class Podcast by me, Rose Jubb, Wardrobe Stylist. I've created Style Class so everyday women can learn to style themselves to achieve their goals. Style is for everyone. Now let's teach you how to use it to your advantage. I've inspired and helped hundreds of women to find what fits and flatters their beautiful bodies just as they are, increase their confidence, and set their sights higher. Now let's get to class. Welcome everybody to Style Class. Um, thanks for tuning in. Happy Monday, because it's Monday when you're hearing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined today by Selena Maestas. Am I close? Did I get it? You right? did great. Yeah. <laughs> she is a mentor and a coach, and I would love um, to chat with her today because she has a lot of good insight. She runs something called Love You More Project. Love you more. <laughs> know everybody else. Um, and she has a lot of great self-development tools and um, programs, and I would love to talk to her today. So welcome, Selena. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, Rose. So thank you for having me in your office. Well, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my head is hiding all the, the mess. <laughs> There's a lot of bags hanging up back there. Let's not talk about my addiction to bags. <laughs> Well, me, okay. Um, I know what you do because um, I've watched you in the mob, the mommy owned business group that we belong to here in the Northwest. Um, but why don't you tell my listeners more about what you do? Thanks. Okay. So basically, I draw women to me that are looking for inspiration and motivation to to be a prior to be okay with being a priority and making some changes in their life. Um, so what I do is I'm a speaker, a mentor, a facilitator um, at, around helping women go through a process of self-discovery, which sometimes is actually rediscovery. Yeah. Um, and, but what I really do is I teach women how to love themselves more than they have probably in the last chunk of time, especially as we roll through like motherhood and that type of thing. And I help them understand their significance to this world so that they can really own who they are and feel good in their own skin and in their own place in this world. Oh, so cool. I, every time I hear you say that, I'm like, yes, (laughs) it's so needed because I know, especially the mom community, that's a big group of my clients Mm -hmm. and, um, the mommy syndrome of like putting everybody first until you're uh, health and your, it's not even just like happiness. It's, it ends up being your health and oh, yes. like really important things just get pushed to the side just to help everybody else else first. How do you, what are the biggest things you um, try to help women with when it comes to making time? Like, even I have trouble with it and I think I'm okay at self-care and then I'll have a week where I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I don't think I drink water today. Oh, I know. I know. It's really hard. I mean, most people with any kind of change, if you put too much on someone's plate in even positive things to take care of themselves, it's just one more thing we have to do. Right. So framing it in a way of, um, first making sure that we understand that it's okay to take care of ourselves that, you know, I used to, I joke that mom is not spelled M A R T Y R. We're not 
martyrs. We're not supposed to be martyrs, right? We're supposed to nurture our families, but nurture ourselves because we can't do anything for anyone else if we don't feel good about ourselves or are, you know, at least enough water and food and we got enough rest, you know, like that type of thing. Level things. Right. We, and so many of us, we, we literally deny ourselves basic needs. I mean, most people, when it comes to sleep, that are, well, most people in general, but moms particularly, when it comes to sleep, which is a basic need for a gazillion reasons I won't go into, when I ask that question in a group, who, who denies themselves sleep? The, almost the whole room raises their hand, and that's a basic need. So kind of helping them reframe what it is to actually take care of ourselves, that's not selfish. Now, it, and I say that in quotations because obviously self-care is not selfish, it's self, uh, self-preservation, really. So really teaching women that step first, that it is okay to do these things. And then we, you know, giving them tools, small little things. Maybe this week you do just drink more water. Right. Um, and maybe you just go to bed a little bit earlier. And it just depends on where that person is mm-hmm. um, and, and which task that we, you know, we work on. Uh, but it really revolves around that mindset of, we are important and if we we have to take care of ourselves it's not it's a non-negotiable drinking water and sleeping is a non-negotiable that has to happen there's no negotiating that and and if we start to understand that we are important then we will take really good care of ourselves so one example of that that i find powerful especially for moms that own businesses that if we were to understand that the asset in our business is ourselves oh man (laughs) <laughs> right? It's, a lot of us are solopreneurs. Yeah. So if we're, if we're not running at full capacity, how do we expect our business to run at full capacity? And if our business doesn't run to full capacity, then, you know, here comes the cycle of, oh no, I have to work harder to make it run. And then we're wiped out and we can't really do that. So we, if, if, and this is how it is for women too. We're not going to spend money on ourselves, although we should. <laughs> We're going to spend money on our business or somebody else or something else. What's that part? That's not my part. That's not the part I have a problem with. So I like to frame it with that. You're you're the greatest asset of your business because women will be like, and men too, I think, will be like, oh, well, I better put money into my business by taking care of myself. Right. Or even just the time it takes to, you know, actually go to the doctor when something hurts or it's not just basic needs stuff. It's the other self-care things. Um, how do you, because self-care is this like buzzword now and Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about it. Um, sometimes I feel when there's buzzwords and like things that are popular, uh, it just becomes one more thing. It's a positive thing for sure. It becomes one more thing that we should be doing. Should, 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 um, and I just don't want to fall into that trap of making it something I should be doing. Like I've talked about body positivity before. I really like that movement. I love it. But do I feel hundred percent positive about every part of my body constantly? Hell no. No. I don't think anyone does. Even <laughs> the people that say they do. There's always a part that you're like, I love you, but if you could just be slightly different. Be a little authentic about this. I think you would say that maybe you don't love every inch of you all the time and that's okay and that's totally okay yeah we don't want it to become one more should because when things become shoulds for me i put other things in front of it i don't Mm -hmm. know what do you find a lot of people do that with the shoulds 
Yeah. And I try really hard not to say that word, but that's hard, but you're right. And, and, um, we should on ourselves all the time, right? (laughs) (laughs) All the shoulds. So that's where you have to reframe it to. It's not, it's, it's not a, a should. It is something that you want to do. So I like to talk about, you know, how do you want to feel? And if you want to feel good, what are the things that will make you feel good? Besides, you know, chocolate and wine and coffee all day long, right? What are those other things that might make you feel good? So if it has to, I I have found that you're right. If I say do these things just because you should, people, it's, it's like, it's just, yeah, one more thing on that list and just one more thing that we feel like we're pressured into doing. It's, it has to come from something you want to do for yourself. So again, just reframing it in a way, how do you want to feel and what thing are you not doing that you know used to make you feel good in the past? Right, yeah. And it could, and it totally can turn into one more thing, you know, those shoulds, one more thing we failed at at the end of the day. Right. As if we don't put enough pressure on ourselves, right? <laughs> Our minds work way too hard. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Um, so being a wardrobe stylist, I always suggest people like taking the time every night to pick out their outfits for the day next day, or at least taking, giving themselves enough time in the morning to make a decision and like put things together so they feel better all day long. Um, And I count it as a little bit of self-care to just like think about the image you're putting out and what you want to create, the life you want to create, and taking the time to do that, I count it as self-care. Would you agree? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think what you do too is so important because I do think, I mean, it, yes, we want to just hang out in our PJs all day. I get that. I get that too. Right. However, and I was thinking about this, actually, I was getting ready for this talk today. (laughs) One of the things I think we need to instill in our, in our women, but our children too, like it started at a very young age is that the way that we take care of ourselves, our self-respect and our self-love reflects outward. And so if people think we, you know, if people judge and they will, you know, if we look like we haven't given ourselves the time, if we don't respect ourselves enough to brush our hair right. or put on something other than, yes, I'm going to say it, yoga pants. Right. Right. Um, then they're not going to respect us either. And I tell my kids this every day as my, my one child will not brush his hair no matter what I do. And I'm like, do you look like you respected yourself? Could you at least like brush your teeth? And, you know, so I have this conversation with them like every morning. Uh, and then one day it'll sink in. But I think it is really important to present yourself in a way that one makes you feel good. We all, most of us will agree that if we, you know, put a little makeup on and put on a, an outfit that doesn't have to be like a dress and you don't have to be all done up. Yeah, totally. Just, yeah, just something that, looks better than pajamas and makes you feel good. And if it feels good and you're presenting yourself, that is huge. And so that preparation is absolutely self-care and fun too, especially if you've worked with Rose and you have your closet all in like one color scheme, right? You just go, boom, I'm done. I know what I'm wearing tomorrow. You know, it's really fast. And then you can not worry about it. Full disclosure, Selena is a client and I've done a, a, a capsule closet for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a busy That's life. Funny. She has two boys and running to sports and all the running her business and working and juggling all the things. And you wanted um, a faster, easier way to kind of get ready. 
I did. And it's awesome. How did the transition from like spring, summer into fall go? Um, it, pretty good. I had got a lot of sweaters out and went, oh, I don't like these sweaters anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I need more clothes. Um, no, it's good. I, it's, we live in Oregon, right? So our transition, I think you mentioned this one of your podcasts, we're still like tank tops and the cardigans or, you know, trying to, I'm in a tank top right now, but I wouldn't go outside in this. So we're in that in between. So it's still a slow transition, but yeah, it hasn't been too bad. I feel like I've got a bigger handle. I have a lot more jackets now, thanks to you. And I love them. Oh, and it makes a huge difference. I know finishing pieces, man. Last yes. night we were, there was a mob meetup, um, in Hillsboro, Oregon that I host. And, um, <laughs> about five women were like, look at my finishing piece. Oh, I know. Isn't that funny? Still training everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just see your work in action. I know it's so much fun. Um, a gal that I helped, she wasn't even there. And I guess she's been like talking me up all around town. It's so fun to hear people's stories. And, and then she popped in at the end of the night and I, oh, I, I hadn't even met her in person. I just helped her online and it was so good to like give her a big squeeze and say hi. And she was so adorable. Oh, uh, awesome. the flower bust. She's so cute. And they, and they, all these women feel really great about their appearance after working with you. And it, it, it shows because I know I stand taller knowing that this is all put together. This is Rose approved, <laughs> put together. And so then we, I walk taller. I think we all present ourselves differently once we. we yeah. That self-respect thing is, um, it's a big part of it. And it's not, I like that because it puts the onus on yourself and it puts the reason you're doing on for yourself instead of for everybody else's eyes. It's not about looking sexy to anybody else, but yourself. Right. And it's not about, um, everybody's judgment. It's more about, I respect myself and the vibe I'm putting out. I'm not woo woo, but I do think like the confidence we show. And you know, when you said you walk taller, when we walk taller, we're asking for more from the world. You know, you, your, your image is the first thing people see and you have to use that tool to your advantage. And that first three seconds is, is pretty key. So it's, I feel like it's a message we put out to the world and we're asking for a certain thing back. Yeah. And it will give you back what you put out. Like if you put out sloppy, it's going to give you less respect back. And, and that is true with almost everything. If you put out, you know, if you walk around all sad and negative all the time, that's not going to help good stuff come your way. I mean, yes, you don't want to like, yeah, I feel great when you don't. But yeah. if you if you can change the internal dialogue, sometimes it helps to bring in you know, you open yourself up to it. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's really important that the relationship that we have with ourselves is solid. And so one of the first ways to do that is to start showing yourself self-respect. And I just wrote an article um, for another project called the Not Your Average Mother Project. I saw that. I read it. It's so good. Oh, thank you. I'll put a link to it in, in below all the social media stuff where this gets posted. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So that one, um, that... <laughs> writing that article, it took me so long. I, could, I wrote three other pieces that week and I, none of them like were working. I'm like, ah, so I got inspired um, at the very last, like at the last minute. Um, but it's a, it's a letter, an open letter to your inner little girl. Right. And I think when I work with clients, one of the exercises I have them do 
is that you find a picture of yourself when you're like four or five, you know, when you're small. And so it could be, for me, it's four. That's kind of when I started becoming the mother to my family. And everyone has got different age bursts. Maybe they felt like they went from a kid to like something else, like grow up too fast type of thing or, you know, whatever it might be. Looking, getting a picture of your little girl then and then a picture of yourself now. And when you look at that little girl, I mean, that is still you. She's yeah. still inside. Yeah. And if you look at that picture, knowing what you know now, what would you tell her about oh, totally. herself? Like what, what about her do you love and what about her do you want to, or what do you want her to know about how to move through the world without the fear that maybe she had and probably still has, right? right? And then as an adult, you look at that photo and tell her how proud you are of all the accomplish, accomplishments you've made up until this point. Because even if we made mistakes, you know, because we all make mistakes and, and choices that weren't, you know, the right ones or whatever, and we might not be where we want to be at this point, that all, all that stuff is still who you are and what you, you just got to move forward from that. Okay. So having that relationship is going to allow the, you know, an understanding that we have some, like a little girl, I think we'll take care of that little girl if we frame it that way. And yeah. so sh that will help prompt self-respect without that I think it's just a stronger um, emotional pull to really kind of connect with that and be like, ugh, I, I am not just this. I am all the emotions and feelings and heart inside. I need right. to take care of that. Right. Oh, I love that. How to frame that. They, they teach that um, to therapists too. To, it's a tool to like help clients get um, back in touch because the only place that little person resides anymore is in here. Right. So that's the only place you can um, heal that stuff is right. to go back and comfort them. You're, you're probably yourself is the best person to go back and talk to that little person. Right. You're, you're the only one can, that can truly comfort them now because they only live in your head. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that work is challenging because it can be, you know, triggering. So I definitely try to alleviate that by doing it slowly. I'm not like bring up the worst from memory ever. You know, it's not like that. <laughs> Go home. Yeah, exactly. Work. Uh, uh, but yeah, that that has really helped women that have a really that struggle quite a bit with that. Right. Um. So I would love to know something like share something personal with the or just like quirky and not related to work. Oh um, no, I have to Last night at the meetup, we were we were saying if. Um, we were trying to share something not work related, and we mm -hmm. said if a fairy godmother mother came in and granted you one wish right now, what wish would it be? Oh, but it has to be not work related. Not well. I mean, sure, that's it can be work related. I'm just oh. asking a funny question. Oh, okay. Oh, so if a fairy godmother came, I would ask for um, being accepted into the TED Talk and do my TED Talk. Like that is my ultimate. I mean, there's writing a book, there's all those things, but that is like my thing. When I try to focus on the future, that is what I visualize. So, Ooh. and then of course, a standing ovation would be great too. Oh, yeah. but. <laughs> we don't want crickets at our. Right. That would be horrible. Yeah. Well, of course, there would never be crickets because I would have the mob there and it would be awesome. Oh, yeah. We would mob that. <laughs> we would mob that hard. <laughs> all right. How can people find you? Well, lots of ways. Um, so my website is loveyoumoreproject.com. And I do have a program that is uh, free selling right now. It's a, just a, a self-guided 
self-discovery around your type of busy. So, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just go and check that out because no one can say that they can't relate to that or not need it. I mean, <laughs> we're all busy. So there's that. They're always, it's like bred into us. We have to be busy. I know it doesn't have to be quite that bad though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's really good because it doesn't um, tend to some self-care issues that we were talking about today. Um, so my website and then on Facebook, I'm kind of the same name all across the board. So I have a Facebook group, a Facebook page and an Instagram page and they're all love you more projects. So I made it easy. You can find me in all those places. Um, the Facebook group is really great. The amount of support and love and interaction in that group um, sometimes just blows me away. Uh, so I would highly recommend joining our group if you want some support and some accountability and just some ideas. Um, I do challenges every now and then. I just I did a receiving challenge in September that was like bonkers. It went it was so amazing that I'm like that's becoming a program because there was a lot we need to work on there. Um, it was really great. So those are the main thing. And you can always email me to Selena at loveyoumoreproject.com. So cool. All right, I will put a bunch of those links, all those links um, in the comments of wherever I post this. Either on the, this will be posted on the blog as well and on the Style Class podcast or the Style Class Facebook. Um, so you can check us all out there. You can see the video there. If you're just listening to the podcast now, you can come see the video on the blog or on our Facebook page at My Style Class. And so um, thank you, Selena, so much for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Style Class Podcast with me, Rose Jubb, wardrobe stylist. If you'd like to learn more about Style Class, please head on over to www.mystyleclass.com. Like us on Facebook at My Style Class or on Instagram at My Style Class for more inspiration. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and review and share it. If you're interested in private sessions with me in the Portland, Vancouver area or a virtual session from anywhere in the world, you can also find my contact information at MyStyleClass.com.